right. So I was looking forward to this conversation on on Friday with my teammate, pal, Libby Collins. Hi, Libby. Hey, Steve. All excited for the game tomorrow night? I am. I am. I, regardless of what happens, this is bonus football for me, for our oh. local team, and I'm, I'm thrilled as, as heck about that. Exactly. And who would have thought back in September that we'd be where we are right now? Not so, this guy. Not this guy. <laughs> neither did I. So, <laughs> I, you know, I think we all have a smile on our face, just the fact that they've gone First of all, into the playoffs, and secondly, that they've gotten this far. So. Absolutely. So I always Good look forward for to our Friday conversations because I hear ahead of time who you're going to talk to on Sunday and in the conversations program on WTMJ. This is a good one this week. Well, you know what, Steve? And, I, you know, I've worked with a lot of police officers through the years, as I know you have. And what's interesting is so many of them are very stoic and keep their thoughts to themselves. But I have to tell you, Milwaukee Police Department's Assistant Police Chief Nicole Waldner is one of the most um, outgoing and really candid police officers I've ever talked with. And this is this was a real treat because, first of all, she grew up on the Northwest Side, and uh, you know we talk a little bit about her original aspirations when she was a kid, which was far from what you'd think a police officer would want to be. I mean, she was a dancer. She actually wanted to go and go to New York and, and, and dance on Broadway. I mean, she had some really interesting goals in life. But, uh, you know, she was always a really high achiever. And she told me about her surprising goal when she was accepted into the police academy. And, Charlie, that's tease number two. There you are back in the city that you thought you were, you had left behind, and now you're in the police academy. This is going to make me sound so arrogant, but it's the truth. When I got the letter, my mom's like, you got in. What are you going to do? I said, Mom, I'm not coming back to Milwaukee unless I can be the mayor. So I'll start as police officer. But if I'm coming back to Milwaukee, I want to be mayor. Now that I'm more involved in politics, I do not want to be mayor <laughs> in any way. Do not. But that was my thought. Like, I'm not coming back to Milwaukee just to do this job. You became a rookie officer. Mm -hmm. You're a woman. There weren't that many women on the department still, were there? I had other female officers at my work locations, and that's kind of who you connect with as a female right away. But I didn't have very many female bosses. I started noticing women in law enforcement when I became the academy director. Then I have a class of 65. And when I only have five females in it, that's when I was like... We need more females. She is a dynamo. I love her passion, and, Libby. I mean, that's oh, incredible. Oh, well, you know what? And and another thing about it is I asked her, you know, obviously we talk about this so often, Steve, and that is the violence that's happening on the streets of Milwaukee. And she began as a police officer back in 1996. And things have changed quite a bit from them, and we talked about it. When I was 12 and my sister was 11, we had swim practice at Marshall High School, which was about three blocks away from our home. And we walked in and our house was burglarized. And that's when I was like, yeah, I don't like feeling this way. And so that's when things started to change for me. And I think that's actually when there was really no other option for me than to do the work that I do, because I did not like the way that I felt. And my sister handled it worse than I did. She had nightmares. She wanted to move, whereas I wanted to get them. What do you mean you wanted to get them? I wanted to find out who did this, took away my safety, arrest them, and put them in jail. I think 
Unfortunately, we have now become this place where guns are literally everywhere. In 1997, if someone got a traffic stop and they got a gun and they got some drugs and they got a money, we'd all be like, oh, what'd you get? What kind of gun is it? Everybody has a gun now. Whether you have it legally and then you have the people that just feel like they didn't have guns. And we're seeing at a younger, younger age, kids with guns because there are so many. I just think for some reason, guns have become this accepted culture. And just going out instead of having true conflict resolution, you just shoot each other. Whereas when I was on the playground, we would just fight, right? We'd just have a fist fight, whatever. But nowadays, that's not what's going to happen. Someone's going to bring a gun. And Libby, that's the new reality for law enforcement, public safety. They see that every day. Exactly. And of course, you know, she also talked about that incident when she was just a kid that happened to her family and what drove her to become a police officer. And we talk about all of that. And like I said, there is no question that I asked her that she was reticent about, that she pulled back and said, I I don't want to answer that. She is one of the most forthright and and certainly um, honest people I've ever talked to. And I, I, I found her delightful. I think she's she's really great. And I can see why a lot of police officers in Milwaukee respect her as the assistant uh, uh, police chief, because she is definitely a police officer's police officer. I love it. Must listen to uh, Libby's candid conversation with assistant police chief Nicole Waldner Sunday morning at 11 a.m. on WTMJ Conversations. Libby, stay warm. Go Pack Go. Exactly. I'm, I'm going to be rooting, my, rooting myself into a frenzy tomorrow night. All right. Let's hope we have a lot more to talk about next Friday when she joins us. Thank you, Libby Collins. Thanks, Steve.